welcome back to black o'couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of the flash this is season seven episode 13 masquerade written by sam charleston and christina m walker directed by rachel talale and i gave this episode a 9.2 out of 10 i enjoyed it it was a good follow-up to last week's episode It even threw a little bit of a curveball into a previous story arc um, that didn't, at first glance, make a whole bunch of sense. But sneaky, sneaky writers, they actually were communicating through scripts. I love when that happens. (laughs) So a very solid episode of The Flash. Very much a shift of focus to Cecile and Chester. I thought that was smart because we really are still getting to know Chester and Cecile she's been all over the place as far as her character but it feels as if this might be hopefully a new stepping stone at least it was a good one-off type of story arc for her and it really showcased that she's a good actress and I I never wanted I think I say this previously (laughs) to dislike Cecile so much her powers were just so useless and I wanted them to go away it was bringing down the uh, the joy the character brought by having such shitty powers with very little explanation and consistently revolving in the way in which Frost powers well at least the source of her powers did it's like um you're making this worse let's just let's just stop that's exactly what they did and they gave us a solid character arc where what she does best definitely shines so we jump into this recap joe fixes cecile a cup of tea and points out that jenna is with her aunt this is what happens to children in television keep that shit in mind i want these west allen babies i'm sure they're gonna be so cute and then we're never gonna see them he is still looking for why Kristen Kramer is interested in Central City Metas. Jesus, two K's and two C's. <laughs> uh, someone was being very literate in their dialogue there. Maybe someone wanted Frost off the board since she can free speedsters. I just kind of had that thought in that moment, and there we go. Everything on Kramer is redacted. So Cecile says, well, I just recently represented a vet that served with her in Fort Dakota. So off he goes. I'm going to get that son of a bitch. Joe is very determined to take her down. (laughs) Like she got to get out of this city so I can get my job back. Oh, no. Cecile is trapped in her own mind. (gasps) Yeah. I was not expecting that. Chester has officially moved into Star Labs, has taken over Cisco's spot and decorated it the way he wants with some Tupac and Martin Luther King on the wall and every damn sound system for no damn reason. Why? Why we always gotta have a sound system? Just... always trying to turn up caitlin's like i don't turn up so (laughs) i'm gonna let you dance all by yourself 
if you're gonna play parliament you need to play flashlight just saying uh he blew out the speakers needs to head to the stark highs for a new wire he's also been inventorying down there when he does get downstairs in the basement there he finds ralph sport while hearing a crash followed by some whispering and the appearance of one barry allen who looks rather disheveled followed by another crash and the appearance of iris west allen looking equally hastily put together i just had now everybody and their mama know they was fucking their faces was saying it the blushing the barely the the facial expressions these are the two worst liars in star labs (laughs) danielle may be the worst actor okay kate but these two can't lie for shit and i'm glad because eric wallace has finally crossed off a flash bucket list moment i have been waiting for for seasons wes allen fucking in star labs that's all, all all i wanted they gonna say we was cataloging bitch please bitch please question was that a helmet iris was holding did she need a helmet because he was speed thrusting her against the wall and they needed head protection for her he was like iris your hair your shirt's inside out honey get it together (laughs) iris is acting a damn fool like hey chester what you doing you know she was in like the 40th orgasm can you imagine orgasming in flash time gives a whole new meaning to ushers oh my god baby let me i did it again so i'm gonna let the Oh my baby, let me love you down. There's so many ways to love you. Chester was just staring at his spork, like, y'all really gonna continue to talk as if <laughs> we all don't know what is happening right now. Iris leaves to make a phone call, tells the boys to have fun. It's like, baby, don't leave me. We was not done. Baby, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. <laughs> then Barry felt for some reason the need to explain that they are trying for a baby. And I felt Chester at that moment really wanted to tell him in his most black friend voice. Cecile calls Barry away to assist him and it ends the terribly awkward moment of TMI. Barry helps look at the case file for Cecile but he knows it's a little too familiar before feeling numb and losing vision. Cecile tells him that he needs him off the board to accomplish whatever this faux version uh, plans and traps him in the same mindscape as Cecile whom this entity is impersonating the imposter takes 
Barry back to Star Labs under the pretense he just fell into a coma. I don't know what happened. Uh, that could be persistent if he is left in this state forever. Chester suggests to Cecile's chagrin. At least I thought that's what it was at the moment. Her help by seeing if she senses another person's emotions. Left with no choice, she has to give them something. So I thought. So she says she senses darkness and madness, but in the middle of that is a golden light. I love gold! Chester figures out who the meta is based on Cisco's binder. Psycho Pirate, aka Roger Hayden. He is an Arkham Asylum patient they went up against. I don't remember this guy, but sure, I believe you. Fake Cecile was so saltine, it seemed, when she was like, mm hmm. <laughs> Iris Googles Roger, who is still in the asylum, and the real culprit is the mask itself that gives the wearer powers, but renders them certifiably insane, feeding off of their brain waves. The mask has also traveled through time, finding victims with them not realizing Cecile is the proxy. I like this. Because it doesn't need to be a meta human, it could be a meta thing. I would like if they brought more uh, threats in that aren't. Like we 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 have the supernatural aspect. Let's go there. Definitely, let's lead into that a lot more. That means we don't have to talk a lot to the enemy or try to save them. <laughs> Put them on the right path. Uh, she suggests stealing the mask that will be inducted into the museum tomorrow. And Chester agrees, and it's clear Team Flash is down with the plan. In the Mindscape, Barry comforts Cecile, who has been here for two weeks. Her and Irish have a conversation about being stuck in places against their will. I knew Bashir had no reason to mess up that woman, and damn if the writers knew i was gonna point that shit out <laughs> speaking of you think he'd sense his dad is in trouble and assist but that's only because i kind of miss his snark barry doesn't have his powers but is concerned joe and iris are in danger so they need to escape he also recalls due to his grot experience they are in someone's memory <laughs> Cecile is reluctant to leave the white padded room, but when the door opens, she follows Bear. Both Cecile asks about the timetable on the heist, because Barry is in trouble. He's in need. Chester has called in Sue Dearborn, who I did not expect to see around and apparently will be, who can handle all the security breaches except one, the vault whose passcode changes every day. They need to get it from the security guard and Chester once again suggests Cecile, who at first balks then gives in to the idea. However, the way she wanted to change into heist clothes means this is all according to plan. Maybe it was that smug look for Sue to see, or the fact that Chester is new that she tells him things feel off, though there is really no reason to truly feel that way from Chester's perspective. 
Uh, so this lesson feels a little contrived isn't she supposed to do recon isn't that why i called you i'm not a heist expert if i didn't do recon what's stopping you from doing recon what doth that to do with chester's leadership ideas and if you needed senior authority where the hell did Kay and iris run off to chester and iris are on comms in the van while sue ballets her way through some lasers <laughs> um i won't say much about that scene it wasn't bad i was just sitting there going i'm still not over what you said to jester barry and cecile see the portal out but it disappears he then sees someone in a stray jacket despite cecile begging barry to leave her be he tries to help but is knocked unconscious once again false cecile gets the guard to open the door then steals the mask Caitlin calls that there are three brainwaves, which means there's another host the entity is feeding off of. And Iris realizes Cecile's the culprit before warning Sue, but it's too late and she makes her dart herself. Imagine if you had to wake up next to that guard. Oh, that's awkward. The group have figured out it wasn't Sage that attacked Cecile. And as the new Hayden is out there doing whatever the entity that has the body of cecile or avatar well no we can't really call it an avatar because she's like a host there there we go chester suggests tracking her neural signature when sue tells him how about someone else come up with a plan how would you like to die today motherfucker no i said bitch do you have one she talks about being brushed off and now chester feels like a fool because everything lined up and all he did was follow what made sense iris tells him we were all fooled including your ass because you didn't say nothing about cecile you came out with uh, with this don't feel right because you walked in the room like you had no basis for your argument and even kate's like sis slow your roll like white sis <laughs> but chester mopes off feeling less confident do we need to bust out the hall of fame tapes of barry being fooled by his villains it's a star labs hallmark chester that you were there to witness several times um which is why i'm so good i can stroke myself fake batwoman wouldn't understand but also should since ralph of all men is her man barry wakes back in the padded cell with cecile and figures out she knows exactly where they are St. Carmine Psychiatric Hospital, where Cecile was a patient. He woke up like, uh-uh, no more games, no more lies. You knew this was a first-story building. I gave you one <laughs> strike. I gave you two. Said this is someone's memory. I gave plenty of time to come clean. Now you got to tell me everything. Very well acted scene though, and finally a reason to root for Cecile again, as she explains her mom got cancer. But she was work obsessed at the DA's office. She was in court when she got the call that her mom died alone. Caused her to have guilt, which led to anxiety and depression until she had a mental breakdown. And spent some time in the facility being very broken. She checked out feeling ashamed. She told herself to toughen up. I hate that. Especially with black women. We are always the strong ones. So we cannot possibly not be strong or we're considered less than in some respect which is just this really fucked up 
thing put on our shoulders because you know reasons um she also tells herself to fake it but it's something she still carries with her even to this day mary understands what it's like to lose a mom and to blame yourself even though it's not your fault and hiding that pain doesn't allow for the wounds to heal while thinking about her past doesn't get the door to open once again it does give barry back his powers and knows confronting her past will get them home since the entity is amplifying her fears chester speaks with iris and tells him like this pep talk went (laughs) a little less strong i have to admit but it was a different type of topic it was more like oh stop it (laughs) because he's like oh i don't belong here he tells her he's been faking it all day and he didn't come here to replace Cisco, but to work with him and now that he's gone he's a little overwhelmed not to mention he doesn't have the bond that Cisco had with him which iris tells him comes with time and he needs to stop beating himself up because seriously have you not been watching barry these few last i mean fuck <laughs> we are the absolute hanging queen of fucking shit up so like you gotta get used to the l's because that's our middle name around here he realizes Fo cecile is going to the thinker's chair located in the basement in the stark eyes but we still don't have any security and she is already there he has a plan and iris says i trust you despite my husband about to go brain dead there's two scenes and like this i don't like, like iris is one she can't freak out every time barry's on the brink of death that just happens daily but i did laugh at sue's acting when the gun dark gun's being pointed at her and she's just like no <laughs> that would not be me i'd be like no <laughs> please jesus don't don't in the leg can you at least the leg man make it a little easier for not my fucking neck why we gotta go there i find it interesting too that this entity didn't it wasn't interested in killing folks just removing chess pieces off the board uh then we have iris going into full um action hero mode extraordinarily nice she's a killer queen got body jeopardy dynamite with a laser beam guaranteed to blow your mind we should all get nervous when iris has a gun because we know she will cap someone like lights out good night before they can find the exit again they are attacked Uh, barry takes the l but he gives cecile time to confront her fears and regain control just as iris pretends to surrender to give chester the chance to samurai sword the chair in the back disabling it and unconcerned at all with frying cecile to death i will say i like that they had our two black characters doing action scenes especially after they gave cinderella a whole damn (laughs) waltz (laughs) it's nice to see us in there you know taking care of business getting physical with the rest of them they removed the mask and iris was all the way ready the fuck you doing here nigga identify yourself who the fuck are you chester was cowering very much like cisco did and i found that pretty cute 
to know <laughs> that Iris will always wear the brave pants in the Star Labs dynamic. Um, Cecile knew what was up. She said, it's me. It's me. Said it several times. <laughs> Barry wakes up too. Aitlin is escorting the Master Argus where we can name drop Cisco at any time as we did this whole episode. I will say the C names is a little much. Caitlin, Cisco, Chester. Getting a little <laughs> exhausted there with all the C's. Um, I just realized many people have been sleeping with deep fakes on this show. <laughs> Joe and slept with a fake version of his wife or possessed version. Barry, Cisco, Chester ain't never getting a girl because he's like, uh uh, I don't care what that little look was between him and Allegra last or few episodes back. Am I wrong? Thinking that we could be something for real. I can tell you right now, I don't see the chemistry and I cannot yet support. It feels as if there's a huge age gap there that shouldn't be. And that's all I'll say on that for the moment. Um, Iris made Sue apologize and I love she yanked her ass to the side like Hunty. <laughs> I'm glad the show did it as well because he didn't deserve it. And, you know, I, I don't mind it. Like, I, I feel like that's realistic that you would have someone to be like, okay, I just got stabbed in the neck. The fuck? Like, I wasn't, like, yeah, I know I made, <laughs> I, I reacted in the way as if I was a friend of Chester's would react. But at the same time, I don't blame her for side-eyeing. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> um, or having conflict, because I do think conflict is is good the lesson behind all this was a little silly because like i said he's watched barry fall for the sauce so many times it's like eh, can we really really make a lesson of fucking up people are gonna do that um but someone just being like yeah i'm gonna have a little toot <laughs> i'm perfectly fine with that uh, Cecile thanks Barry who believed in her and hints that yeah Joe should probably hear this story so she passes on dinner oh yeah Sue did invite everyone for a celebratory meal and the way Iris is like babe babe is she already pregnant because she's hungry <laughs> um I feel like I was missing something oh yeah the fact that Sue said she's gonna stick around for a while that's fine I don't hate the character and I probably will like her a lot more now that she's not a love interest of Ralph. She can mention him. He can be gone. I don't care. But I, I like this world building that we're doing. Chester is invited. And after realizing he was outsmarted by something that is worthy of being outsmarted by since it's been around for centuries, he lets himself off the hook. Iris tells him he's a member of the team and his voice will always be heard. So he uses it to tell them this is no place. For fucking, it's a place of business. How about new? Every HR book would agree with you, Chester, but I was still like, um, I'll pay your paycheck and I'll keep the lights on in this building, so... Shut the fuck up. I'ma fuck my wife where I wanna fuck my wife. 
I love that Joe and Cecile brought up the shame in our community about asking for help regarding mental health. Ain't it the truth? This is very accurate. It's something, you know, you hear often. You know, you're being too sensitive or, oh, I hated that one. Or you don't need to let it affect you like this. Or, you know, you, you can be, you're stronger than that. That's also bothersome. Things that you're told, especially growing up. Um, or you're told to find religion because God will lift you up and that's all you need. These are, are the things that we're, <laughs> we're told about mental health. And it's, it's really, um, really hurtful. I think especially after the last year there are images and things that are going to be that trauma just doesn't go away doesn't dissolve it manifests in different ways and if you don't heal those wounds as Barry said in this episode then they're gonna find other ways like that darkness is gonna cling on to you in some manner some people use it in anger you know some people internalize it and then they're bitter i mean it does nothing for you it hurts you and then you know you're you're left later without having that thing that would have gotten you through that or you would have been better for that i myself take anti-anxiety medication i didn't until i moved away from home (laughs) and 10 years of getting treatment has significantly changed my entire life because I now have something that I can talk to about and it doesn't make me feel and I'm no longer feeling the way that I'm feeling and it's not something so simple of oh yeah you could just figure that out (laughs) um these are diseases like any other disease mental health can be and yet it's more of a stigma of being something you should be able to control i like this statement of what our families go through on top of this world it would crush us and that's very true because there is a lot of things even in the black community in the black household you know that you may need to go through i mean how many of us grow up with drunk daddies or troublesome families and then you got to go out in the world and the world shitting on you and you are not able to seek help for that because there would be shame associated with that is really sad and i like his statement of we need to start taking care of each other or not even each other ourselves you know some things are just not a chosen state of mind right uh, depression is another one like oh i don't know why you would be sad if you have a b c f and g it's like you you need to understand these things to know that you need help for them and there's no shame in asking for said help we end the episode with talks of kramer he was able to locate some information on our seemingly good cop Fort Dakota, Kramer's last army mission, was sent into takeout facilities, but she led her team into an ambush and was the only one to survive, suggesting she may be working with the enemy. Or because she seems rather competent and a good person, 
she could be coerced into <laughs> working with an enemy uh i feel like that should have been an option out there but he's intent on she's a bad person so i feel it but knowing the flash i'm sure we're going to go with a little bit of column okay a whole bunch of column b i'd be surprised if they go with column a and it's all a charade however this is an optimistic show that likes to redeem a motherfucker so there we'll have it <laughs> still a really good episode like i said um loved a lot of the scenes loved the action loved a lot of the black characters really being pushed forward in this week's episode so wallace is keeping his promise of bringing relevant things into the show and i think bringing relevant things within the black community is also smart because we always talk about the issues we have <laughs> outside the black community but we don't talk about a lot of the issues we have inside that black community and that is just as important those are my thoughts on the episode let's jump into the mailbag and see what first up Mimi has to say what up christina it's mimi this is my feedback for the flash um i am gonna just talk a little bit about cisco leaving but this is mainly for season seven episode 13 masquerade so um for the last previous episode i just want to say that i too like that villain but i gotta in my personal opinion like legally i feel like she couldn't be sentenced to a crime because she didn't steal anything they gave it to her and if i learn i feel like i've watched a lot of court tv and one of the things i know that the judge always say like judge judy judge mathis judge million they were like you know you can't if if you gifted it to them you can't turn around and sue them for it you gave it to them it's a gift so if the banker gave her a million dollars she didn't steal it like i feel like if she had a lawyer worth the million dollars she had <laughs> she could have got out of that she didn't steal anything she walked into those banks and those jewelry stores and the people gave the stuff to her so that's not stealing so i i get what they were saying but i feel like she sh that should have been like i didn't take any of that stuff i'm not a thief i'm not a criminal they gave it to me not my fault that's that sounds like that's their job not mine <laughs> you don't want to get fired for giving away shit i didn't steal it so anyway but i did want to say that i love how that they they made this episode like even though we had to say farewell to my my boothang cisco and his lovely locks it wasn't sad it was like fun and you know cute and it made me laugh a lot and y'all know i i needed that kind of uh episode i was kind of weary of watching it because i knew it was gonna say goodbye to cisco but i'm glad it wasn't um uh like a blubbering fest because i honestly could not have dealt with it being sad i'm glad that they did it the way they did and it in it and like shy said it was very relatable to cisco it it felt 
characterish. Like it was too. It was like it was like Cisco. It was lighthearted, funny. It it was a good farewell, and I'm sure <laughs> um, Carlos felt that he liked it like that as well. Um, the uh, I guess we could talk about episode 13. Like first, y'all know I cannot can't start this episode without bringing up Iris and Barry in the art the star archives getting it on like that was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen in the show like I like we knew they had to have been doing it but like for them to get caught like oh my god it was so funny and then like Chester and then Barry making it worse by saying you know we are trying like he's like I don't need to know like you're right like Barry why don't you just do ha- like this is what you do when you get caught messing around in a po- private place or a, I guess a public place you pretend like nothing happened like y'all you know and I know that we both know what I was in here doing so let's just oh yeah oh yeah oh um oh you caught yeah over there right right okay I'm gonna I'm go over here like just you know oh is my, is my phone ringing and you just walk away like <laughs> you don't need no explanation Barry like we already embarrassed and Chester oh I, I love him his <laughs> he is so funny and um I swear when he was in the the like I guess the lab or whatever and Danielle or I'm sorry Caitlin was there I'm like why the hell out of everybody they got her non-rhythm having ass in here dancing with with Ch- uh, Chester like when she was like bopping I was so embarrassed like how can you not even two-step on beat it was so cringe but then when we got the next scene I realized what where where the folks at rhythm were <laughs> they were busy trying to make them them tornadoes wins <laughs> oh my god that was so funny and just a side note I keep seeing a lot of people like talking about like you know why why is it that like you know we had to spend last season Iris and Barry weren't even together like why couldn't we get scenes like this I feel like people are understanding like I know we're ready for this but if they couldn't think of ways to keep Barry and Iris apart people would be expecting these twins and once the kids come where's the plot gonna go like how much can you actually be a superhero and you got some some infants at home like I I don't understand why it's not registering the people like it's a reason that they're trying to do it the way that they're doing they need to not have them want to have kids like first like Iris and Barry aren't together for a season then we got to deal with the trauma of Barry not realizing that wasn't Iris and Iris being trapped in a mirror verse losing her damn mind like all that trauma like we need some time so let's let's have other things happen like as soon as these kids come like where else can the show go and I don't understand why they're not understanding that like it's it's a reason like they do build up it's a reason that they didn't start the season like the show off with Iris and Barry as like we know that they were canon like that's something that was going to happen but if they if started out as a couple in season one that would have been less time for the show to have season wise and I you know we know I know that when Iris not Iris Lord I'm getting the characters mixed up with the people when um Grant and uh Candace signed their contract to begin with I'm pretty sure they like it was like a five season like they had signed off for a pretty decent amount of time 
and if you want a show to last some things you got to drag out and I just don't I I wish I knew how old these people were that have these complaints because like I just want some interesting villains and I want some good acting like I I am all about Wes Allen I know they're gonna have a family at some point I'm happy it's coming but if they prolong it I'm fine with that because I understand why and it just the some of these fan the fandom just bothers me I don't necessarily follow them sometimes it just ends up on my timeline because someone I follow might have followed them and then it just shows up but sometimes it irritates me I was like they must not know how shows like this work it's just it's a little irritating so I guess I can talk about like what the main episode was about was Cecile and I have seen people dragging her (laughs) too and like someone someone says something like are they running out of things to run it out of like plots or something like that keep recycling things because like Cecile got Cecile was trapped and no one noticed like I feel like the fact that we like the audience didn't know it wasn't Cecile we saw her be a little suspicious but then like the next episode she did something that was suspicious like why would like why would she be all sneaky in the background but then the next episode we got right into it so I feel like it was a little bit different and it gave Cecile something to do and one of the things I commented when I uh when when the person said that I was like I was actually okay with this Cecile ain't had nothing to do in 77 episodes let that girl have her moment and the actress for the most part I think did a really good job there were some moments when I felt like she did a little extra and it was like a little cringy like you went a little hard there sis I'm gonna need you to take it back like it I I'm I would never act like I know how to be an actress but, but sometimes I think some people do too much and it makes it seem kind of fake and I felt like there were moments when she went a little bit like when she was being Cecile and she was scared she just went a little hard and it just came across like over exaggerated um but I think I mean I can't speak for everyone but I did like her when she was being the like the psychic gold whatever the hell that villain's name was like you can tell like once you knew it wasn't Cecile like you could see the differences and I think that was important as her being an actress um you know she was able to actually do some acting and I just I, I like the actress that plays um Cecile like I don't know if y'all remember this but I used to be really big into Family Matters <laughs> you know with uh Steve Urkel you know whatever and she played one of Eddie Winslow's uh that was the older brother his her girl one of his girlfriends and I always thought she was super cute she'd been the same size since then clearly she ain't got any taller but that was the first thing I noticed when she started showing up on the flash I was like that's Eddie Winslow's girl that's probably her older daughter's dad (laughs) speaking of which how come don't nobody bring her up no more like y'all y'all know jenna not her only child how come you don't talk about your other daughter like we just gonna pretend like she don't exist i guess that makes sense we don't see baby jenna no nowhere she just be off with random ass family members showing up like where y'all child at y'all got a babysitter why she with the aunt all of a sudden 
Joe, you ain't got no job. Why can't the baby be at the house? Like, whatever. Um, and I did like how I would like <laughs> you called it, Christina, when you said that old girl was gonna be the new um, chief. Is that what? Is that what Sing was? Whatever. Joe quit, and now she took the job. I I feel like that doesn't make sense. Like if you work for the 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 governor and the FBI or whatever she was, how could you take a role as a like a state? at a city level from a state level like I don't I don't think that's how it works but you know I'm I'm gonna pretend like whatever I guess it makes sense I think it's kind of unrealistic I don't think that's how jobs like that work you would need someone that lives in the city and you don't so whatever I feel like I'm thinking too hard I don't know what they're trying to do with Joe I hope at some point it makes sense but right now I just don't get what they're trying where they're trying to go with that um I know he's investigating her and I'm assuming that's going to be a different side plot but it just doesn't make sense like he quit because he didn't like what was happening but now she has the job and how is that helping so I don't get it I, I don't um Cecile um her being you know you know whatever I, I'm trying to think of in that like psych, psychic, psychiatric facility and I'm assuming that's how like the lightning hit and that's how it snuck in. It kept her um, in locked in her own head from from that. I guess that makes sense. But um, I didn't like the one thing I can say that I didn't like was the whole Chester thing. I didn't like how it was like all of a sudden on him like he's newer yes and then we got sue bitch you ain't even a part of team flash so i personally wouldn't have let her drag me if i was chester but that's just me but second of all all you said was it seems a little easy you didn't have no no evidence to back up what you're saying just easy what does it it seem easy have anything you got anything else to go with like i don't feel like she gave him enough evidence to to, to back up what she was claiming and then if that's the case if you feel like that, why didn't you bring it up to the rest of Team Flash? Like, Iris didn't have nothing to say. She'd been here since the beginning. She, her and Danielle. I keep, I keep doing that. Caitlin. Why do I keep calling them the same, the wrong names? None of them had anything to say. You could have said something to them. You talking to Chester like he's a new guy, but yet you're treating him like he's running stuff. So that whole plot, I didn't. I mean, I guess they wanted somebody to give him a pep talk I, I guess that makes sense but I just I didn't like that whole thing where it all of a sudden fell on him if he's so new and we got like I would get if Iris and Caitlin weren't even in the mix but they were literally there too why is why is all the blame all of a sudden falling on Chester it does it doesn't make sense to me that's just that was my only little nitpick pet peeve of the episode but I felt like they did that so someone could give him a pep talk so that he could say you know you know we all took time to get like this you know it's not like Cisco knew everything all of a sudden and blah 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 but things like that annoy me so I felt like it was unnecessary um okay so I literally have rambled enough and I feel like I'm all over the place but this episode had that moment that had me dying and 
with Chester at the beginning, like dancing and stuff. And then he had the Tupac <laughs> poster in the back. I had to point that out because that the blackness is just pouring out of the show right now, and I am here for it. Um, I really wanted to point that out. Um, I'm so far. I'll say where the direction of this show is going. I I like it so. I hope we can keep on that momentum. So let me end it here before I go on for another 10 minutes. Um, Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So yes, we'll all miss Cisco. But as I stated last episode, it's been foretold for so long. It was nice that he went out on a, a happy note because... I don't think I would have any tears to shed, but that's just me. Um, and yes, nothing was was needed, extra needed. Uh, as far as would she be going down for the crime, I think the fact, like, you're absolutely right, except the meta powers thing. <laughs> I think if you can psychologically manipulate someone with your powers, then that's forcing them to give you the money. <laughs> and then she also did an actual robbery so now 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 she'd be serving her sentence she would totally be serving it um i'm with you though i don't think people think it through with babies on tv they're not a match no one's about to give up their baby especially in covid like (laughs) that's not it's not happening guys I, i don't know if you if they've watched those shows with babies I remember even fucking Judith. We're in the middle of a damn zombie apocalypse. You think I'd see Judith all the time. I don't even want to see Judith all the time. What is my purpose to be like, oh, it's so cute. I can go look up memes of puppies and babies if I really wanted to. I have one and I can assure you the cute factor ain't cute when you ain't taking care of them. Shit. Y'all need to grow the fuck up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm with you 100%. Like, I love Wes Allen too. They're a great couple, but they're not what make this show. Um, I would rather, rather much focus on, as you stated, the villains, good acting, good story arc. Everything else is bonus. Yes, that I love the root for the, the title lore character. Great. But that's not where we, that's not hurting anything right now. And I think that's unfortunately what happens when a lot of people come to the show and they're just expecting one aspect of it and then the other aspect falls to the wayside. It needs to be a balanced act. And the balanced act does not involve bringing babies to the forefront anytime soon. <laughs> it just, once it happens, it's not fun. You have to balance that. And that's not, I, I just, it's a television show, as you pointed out. It's not your favorite fanfic. Well, why can't this just happen? Because a lot of reasons. A lot of them. Um, and yeah. <laughs> if you're watching these soap opera, remember when the baby's around? They're like, they always just mention them. Then they just show up and they're 15 or worse. They're like 25. Nobody wants to see that. And if you really, really want to see that, then clearly you're watching the wrong type of television because that's not close to me i don't want it even at the end of like if she announced she was pregnant at the end of the season i'm okay with it but i i certainly don't need it it's not gonna hurt me at all if she's not running around with babies because that's totally what a woman wants to do 
god forbid she actually work on her fucking career anyhow um she is but she can be making central citizen or the ccc was a whole damn newspaper we only got three people shit that's where we need to focus how do we get to that place in the future that we all want to go to we can deal with the adult kids we don't need the babies now that i'm done with that spiel um i agree some of most of her acting was good but yeah the oh, I'm like why are you over there being so emotional <laughs> uh and yes i remember family matters you know shy do yeah i'm gonna pay for that later i'm aware <laughs> um yes she do act like Joni don't exist the daughter uh i think there's more story to be mined with cecile the character that can involve joe and they can have their own shit going on and i think that showing maybe every four or five episodes of what's going on in the 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 west household is fine and i think bringing in that adult daughter that's perfect Joni, chester needs a girlfriend Joni's right there bam bam works a lot better than that allegra mess you're trying to push at me in only one scene but clearly hopefully after my feedback you will you will decline to make that happen but we shall see but i I do think um having another dynamic even in and out uh would be great but i don't really mind when when jen is not in there uh and i actually can make it it does make sense why she would be someone that would get why kramer got the job i will only say because he just kind of randomly stepped down it's just like okay i'm stepping down because i don't agree with the methods that my superiors are choosing as chief of police okay cool he steps down there's an opening there's an immediate opening she comes in and goes well i'd like to apply for that job the mayor's office are like well you already did a b c d and e f g like it's just a job like any other job are you qualified you're immediately available you have business in this place um she can move for her job i I could see it being a plausible thing that she would is it convenient for the storyline of course but i i find it plausible that she would actually get the job um because they just probably needed someone to feel that and and having someone competent on hand versus having to (laughs) go through a selection of people and choose it makes sense to me it feels like a, a managerial type of thing the mayor's office would do and that is maybe thoughts on the episode glad you liked it and last but certainly not least let's hear what shy has to say hey christina it's me shy i'm here to talk about the flash season seven episode 13 um first of all i just gotta say that this has been one of those crazy weeks for me um my vpn is not working and so i've had to go to work to my office every day this week and so on the one hand it's been really nice you know driving commuting because that's always been my time of relaxation unwinding for the day or preparing for the next day whatever the case may be um so it's been a a part of me missed it 
But then again, I've enjoyed uh, <laughs> just sitting around in my PJs doing my work and uh, not having to do my hair or put makeup on or do whatever. I, I've enjoyed that part of it. So having to find something to wear, go to work, do all the things. It yeah, it's uh, it's like wow. I definitely uh, don't miss this part. Anyway, so as for this episode, let's let's get the the other stuff out the way first. Um, I will say that I was pleasantly surprised by this episode. I was not looking forward to this Cecile plot and all that it would be about um, because, as I said in my last feedback i'm not the biggest fan of cecile and her powers and um all that good jazz but i will say that um it was actually um entertaining even though some of it didn't quite hit for me in regards to like why would why exactly i must have missed it when they're talking about why psycho pirate picked cecile because she's an empath but I'm like how did they know that <clears throat> and then were they saying that the mask chose Cecile in order to lock her up and take over her body therefore um yeah so they can be reunited with a host in order to take over the world I guess is what was going on um so we get another <clears throat> they love their i will say this about the flash they love their mindscape type show on I mean, the episodes um so we got another one of those where it's this time it's cecile and barry um because they whammy barry yet again poor barry he spends more time being whammied laying around on that gurney uh with that thing on his head but um, this time again, like I said, that he was with Cecile, and we and we and we find out some interesting things about Cecile's past. You know, stuff. I mean, granted, it came out of left field, but then again, it's not like we knew much about her. It, it, you know, she's been on the show for seasons, and other than her having two other two children that she apparently forgot that she has, Jenna and J- Joni um she <laughs> and the fact that she was a da now she's a meta human defense attorney that's pretty much all we know about her and she's got some relatives because that's where jenna went to uh for this episode so we um <laughs> it's like what excuse can they come up with for why we don't see jenna this week <laughs> i just find that funny now it's like they they definitely could be creative when when it comes to where Jenna is. Captain Singh was babysitting one time, and now she's with uh, Cecile's aunt. I just find it funny more than anything. I don't need to see Jenna. I just think it's funny that they they never or she's sleeping. They just read her story. I mean, I we already know why they they not have babies on this show or a toddler. She should be like three years old by this by this point. But I just think it's funny. Um, yes, the Chester. I told you, I love me some Chester. I, I mean, I miss Cisco, but Chester is 
is making up for it for me i i just think he's adorable he cracks me up he i don't know he i just can relate to him so much in in a way that i just find it awesome um and of course you know him decking out his the his room the lab whatever um in the star labs i thought that was cute we got to see an mlk and tupac um so posters on the wall so i thought that was a a nice touch as well to bring some culture black culture into the show in such a creative way i'm not sure why he was trying to teach caitlin how to dance but uh okay i mean we don't we all know she's a wet blanket she don't know how to have fun apparently um so (laughs) doesn't i don't know she's like a old woman in a young person body because dang it she don't seem to know how to have fun we got joe investigating kristen kramer so that's an ongoing thing so there's some shadiness to her um that i'm sure we'll find out about which we're not too surprised about that she's not in the she's not all the way in the up and up so um be interested to see how that plays out but last but certainly not least you know my favorite part of the episode i've already kind of hinted at it offline a little bit but don't (laughs) what's alan man barry and iris they are off the chain in this episode now that they're trying to have babies they are yeah they are getting it in every chance they can get so I'm glad, yes, I'm also glad that it's finally revealed that they be getting it on in Star Labs. Because we all know that they get it on in Star Labs. Come on now. We're talking about Barry and Iris. You know, Barry, <laughs> Barry, <laughs> he's all about him some Iris and Iris is all about her some Barry. So, yeah, there's no way that they be in Star Labs and don't be uh, slipping out to a certain room. And it was kind of confirmed by Chester when he told me Cisco didn't warn him about that. Yeah, because we know Cisco and Caitlin know. They know. Um, especially, and of course, <clears throat> you know, Barry, he, he just, he just can't. I cannot with that dude. First of all, um, the whispering that was going on that apparently Barry said, don't stop. So he boy was try- <laughs> he was trying to get it in man and Iris is like no Chester's here but we know how Iris is you know she can't out and out say well, yeah we getting it on first she's talking about well yeah we sleeping when she know damn well they ain't sleeping now she's talking about they cataloging <laughs> so Iris be playing it off when they be doing a something something um and then we got Chester's reaction to all of it was just hilarious he was like uh no i cannot i cannot um again like i said barry and iris they were just that that was just hilarious that whole scene was just that had me dying um of course the scene at the end when chester was like oh can y'all take that somewhere else (laughs) they're like yeah sure uh well yeah gotcha and then obviously uh, 
we see Barry, um, no, I shouldn't say obviously, but we see uh, Iris giving Barry a shove when Sue was uh, inviting him to the hotel. Because Barry's trying, <laughs> Barry is not trying to go to no hotel to hang out with Sue. He wants to finish what they had going on in the basement, and yet Iris is cop blocking them. <laughs> First with the yeah, let me go make this phone call. He's like, uh, <laughs> don't leave. Let me get rid of us. Get rid of Chester. And then with the, um, he's like not he has his hand, his arms crossed, trying to be uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> Basically, he ain't saying nothing. He's like, and she had to shove and say yes, and then he's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> So Iris be cracking me up. She knows she be torturing Barry like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so this one was fun. This was the special the West Allen stuff. It made up for any craziness that I might not have liked. And that's what this show needs. I mean, it don't even have to take that long. Just some quick uh, scene here and there to show the West Allen being fun and being young and being in love and yeah right now they're trying to have a baby so they getting a freak on everywhere but yeah this shouldn't be something that's you know relegated to these types of storylines um we should see it you know from time to time they're young they're sexy they're beautiful they like each other let me stop they love <laughs> anyways that's all i got um on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black on Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. Shy to love the episode, no surprise there. I did have some notes on your feedback. So you were um, saying you didn't quite understand the entity. So the psychic entity that exists within the power of the mask is something that has uh, been around. This entity has been around through ancient... They mentioned legend a few times, so you know we're going the supernatural route here. Um, knowing you're going the supernatural route, that kind of <laughs> just melts your brain on, oh, okay, it doesn't need to be scientifically accurate at all. So my guess is it actually doesn't make, doesn't not make that much sense, according to all the films that I usually watch around this genre, but during the lightning storm that Bazir was creating um, or whatever was creating basically her being an empath uh, opened made her easy prey for a psychic entity to latch onto if you've ever watched the show Legion I don't know if you've ever watched the show it reminds me a lot of that but Basically, there are some people, particularly empaths, actually, that's rather well known that empaths can, like, if you ever, you don't watch horror, maybe that's why you don't watch horror. Because <laughs> I was going to say, this is the basis of a lot of horror movies <laughs> that I've watched in my past. And it's exactly like that. If you're an empath, if you're someone who can communicate past, like, you, you're automatically vulnerable to things being able to host your body so it's it's it really was a supernatural scary aspect of it and then what the entity was trying to do once it got its host like it was able to survive off of her much longer because she was an empath 
and because of that ability as well she could use the thinky chair to amplify the power so the so then once this host had went completely insane it had more people it could then feed off of if you've ever watched the show or movie fallen kind of like that in a way it's kind of like that exact stuff that they described as a demon but i think giving you i think because of all my (laughs) i like the familiarity with it it made absolute sense to me of how this parasite worked i do separate cecile from her powers i think the power thing was really making the character but i've liked the character it's just really unfortunate she's not had anything to do that's meaningful so that to me is the writer's just not servicing her as well as she could be um and yes Joni is the forgotten we mentioned that earlier she's the forgotten character uh i know you brought it up but i don't even acknowledge it i just it's just every time i hear jenna i'm like okay it's a person we know is still alive i, I really doesn't even manifest across my brain like she's she's somewhere i don't need to see her because she's a baby it's <laughs> probably like two maybe three i'm not even sure how flash time works i like chester i don't think i like him to the extent that you do um mainly because i need his outfits to do better but yeah i like his character he is someone i like to see him taking charge and i like his presence in star labs i don't think he has the same amount of chemistry with all of the other characters like i'm gonna just throw it out there i didn't feel too much chemistry with him in iris's scene i felt it was a little stilted because i was thinking oh and we in bus because we just had this huge emotional moment maybe with barry uh grant and daniela danielle i can't remember her name the actress and then you kind of move to he needs something and i'm like oh like (laughs) i almost felt like iris was thinking i've given this pet talk so many times i'm tired (laughs) nice for black culture but i would love that it wasn't superficial ones and that's what i'm referring to the malka uh it's just people that other white people and black people can recognize but sometimes just this is my own personal pet peeve because there's nothing wrong with the show doing it i didn't have a real problem with it but we do know there are more black people out there that did a lot of things and i feel like we need to put more of those names in popular culture popular fiction so that people can start knowing who they are stop being like oh i don't know who that i think he mentioned ira cooper so that's a like i like that approach more so than i then you don't have in the super layout i got i got you know malcolm x or yeah you had martin luther king not malcolm x of course you know there was a debate like oh we gonna put martin of course we are because he was love all people and malcolm was like fuck the whiteies um (laughs) uh we can't have anyone controversial i like i get it but i i feel when you go for those straight like i'm i'm black i never listen to tupac like i know california love but i'm not like a huge huge tupac fan i never was like gangsta ass i like i i get what your message is but i didn't always agree with what you were saying and i'm black and i can say that so to act like as if biggie and tupac that's everybody's go-to black old day messiahs no they're not they're not 
Um, <laughs> a lot of other people in there. Fred Hamilton. We could have put a lot more in there. Is all I'm saying. We could have put thrown up Kobe. He recently passed. Ah, uh, Prince. Prince did a lot. Prince did a shit ton more than what fucking Tupac did. Sorry. Oh, I was just listening to Diamond and Pearls the other day. I was like, ooh. And, um, taking that shot at Caitlyn, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's a tiny bit. Uh, like, you were saying she don't know how to have fun. That wasn't it. She came in and she was like, look, I don't know how to dance. I have two left feet. I don't want to embarrass myself. And then she did try to dance and she embarrassed herself. So if you know that you can't do what someone else is trying to do it's not i don't want to have fun it's this is not like it's cool what you doing but this ain't you know i'm not about to do this because i'm gonna embarrass myself at it i find her straight procedural manner much better i actually think her dynamic in this episode worked very well she was where she was needed to be um so there I was like, you just had to take that pop shot at her. And I even got it when uh, when Mimi was saying it. Like, yeah, no, she that's terrible. <laughs> Till I have no rhythm. None. But I don't think having no rhythm <laughs> she don't want to have fun. That puts it on the she's being like a sourpuss. And she, she came in there. She's trying to be friendly. And I did not suspect any such thing of them be screwing this darling i've wanted it to happen um but i've not like i felt that that was a taboo thing because quite frankly you should not be fu- i know i was joking in the, <laughs> don't be fucking in your workplace i know because i was at a place where people were fucking in the workplace it's not no like i was half thrown off the entire episode the fact that harry iris still had they fucking clothes on and you know they sweaty like i got barry's situation you know he had to go spin off somewhere but he also is a speedster so he could speed his ass home change get in the shower get out of the shower in less than 2.2 seconds and be on time um iris had enough time to go home and change because <laughs> you're gonna be smelling like sex nobody has sex and, and they just walk away smelling like roses a you're not having that good of sex if that's the case and b uh, the fact that her uh, i don't know <laughs> that's just funny but n- no i i did not okay if you want to think you had your head cannon they were screwing in star lab so be it uh i will say i know that there was whispering but i'm going to say that y'all inferred that if you really want to say you heard those things i have closed captioning on it did not register a damn word <laughs> All you heard was a light whispering. And you didn't hear no fight. I, that's inference. <laughs> Whatever you want to think they were saying during that time. If you want to believe they were saying go faster. It's all on you. But I did not actually hear that in the show. So if, hey, if you want to come out Sasha. And, and put out the receipts. And you found the exact edited. Then sure. And I missed it. <laughs> but I did not hear any of that. <laughs> and i took him saying don't leave me baby or baby don't leave me as i don't want to be left alone in shame you was really you had rewritten this whole entire scene 
<laughs> to fit your headcanon. It's alright. Do you, boo. Um, but yeah, that's why I figured, like, don't leave me with him. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to continue. I mean, at that point, though, if once you're busted, the mood is gone. You don't come back and do it. Like, anyone, and I've known. <laughs> you're not going to, like, let's get rid of this person and go back to. No, it's, it's over now. It's done. You're embarrassed. <laughs> Everybody in found your spot. You look a hot mess. You're not about to go back to do absolutely nothing besides go home and try to forget that Chester ever saw you or caught you having sex in the Star Archives because he got to go down there and work. And you know sex was in the air. That's why I was like, mm. <laughs> I'm with Mimi. Just walk the fuck away. You don't have to explain. Just, just, we all, we're adults here. We know what's happening. Let's, let's not make it any worse. Let's just go. But I know you're the sweet West Island lover. You love you some West Island. And I'm sure a lot more will read. It was a cute scene. Do not get me wrong. <laughs> I just didn't write a whole damn movie afterward. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's funny. Because <laughs> I know your ass was not the only one. Now I have to go back and read Sasha's comments. I was reading, some, I saw something, and then I kind of tuned out of the conversation because I didn't want to trip over anyone's. I hate, and I hate saying something, and then it was influenced by someone else based on what they said, and it's not my original thought before I record. So that's why I kind of stepped out of it. In case you want to know why I didn't like any of your comments afterwards. <laughs> That's because I thought I was going to be recording, but then I fell asleep. Because I thought, I'm going to just take a little nap. Just a little bit nap. I'll be up in like an hour. Nope. It wasn't. It was 11 o'clock. It's like, well, I guess it's bedtime now. On that cherry note. Um, <laughs> if you want to send feedback on the next episode, blackrockouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and like our magic. <laughs>